here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Number 877-381-3811. While Mary Garland announced at a press conference today that they've arrested the documents leaker, Jack Tajira. That last name is the name of a uh, UFC fighter, by the way, but no relation. So I wanted to play what he said. In full, it was 42 seconds long. I'm starting to think Merrick Garland has Joe Biden disease. Then we get to hear from Brigadier General, one-star General Patrick Ryder, and then I will give you my thoughts. Here is Meritless Garland, cut one, go. Today, the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. FBI agents took Teixeira into custody earlier this afternoon without incident. He will have an initial appearance at the U.S. District Court for the District of Massachusetts. I want to thank the FBI, Justice Department prosecutors, and our colleagues at the Department of Defense for their diligent work on this case. This investigation is ongoing. We will share more information at the appropriate time. Thanks, everyone. That's it. 42 seconds. Brigadier General Patrick Ryder at a pest conference today. Cut to go. In the days after the leaks came to light, what steps has DOD taken to reduce the number of people who have access to not only these classified briefings, but the classified material in general? Sure. Um, so we continue to review a variety of factors uh, as it relates to safeguarding classified materials. This includes examining uh, and updating distribution lists, assessing how and where intelligence products are shared, uh, and a variety of other steps. Um, I would say, though, that it is, it is important to understand uh, that we do have stringent guidelines in place for safeguarding classified and sensitive information. This was a deliberate criminal act 
a violation of those guidelines. Uh, and so, again, I think that's important to understand. Now, we will continue to do everything we can to ensure that, that people who have a need to know uh, when it comes to this kind of information have access to that. Okay, so he didn't say anything. Same man, cut three, go. What is your message to anyone who might be thinking of leaking these kind of documents in the future? Um, look, again, uh, we have procedures, we have protocols in place. Uh, we receive regular training on the proper uh, handling of classified information. It's not uh, what she's asking. Somebody broke into your system and stole the information and released it. That's what she's talking about. Not your protocols, not your non-disclosure agreements, not all that. Joe Biden doesn't think this is a big deal anyway. Not a big deal. Nothing that happens in the Biden administration that harms the country is a big deal. Whether it's military or immigration, whether it's economic or leaks like this. Cut four, go. Are you concerned about the leak? Okay, guys, it's time to go. Let's go. Oh, we got to move. Now, you see, they're trying to to broom them out of there as fast as they can. Are you concerned about the leaks? And you'll remember Jean-Pierre at the White House said that Joe Biden takes more shouted questions than any president in history. They don't even want him to take shouted questions. And by the way, the question is asked often and should be, why won't Joe Biden have a full-fledged press conference? You know, like we had in evenings and nights before with other real presidents. And she won't answer. I can answer it. The answer is he's a blithering idiot. All right, cut four, go. Are you concerned about okay, the leak? Okay, guys, it's time to go. Let's well, go. Oh, we got to move. I'm not concerned about the leak. I'm concerned that it happened. But there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequence. There's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequence. Now, this is really quite remarkable, America, because a couple days ago, word from the Pentagon and the Department of Justice leaked again to the media was that, well, the fact of the matter is that this is the greatest leak of intelligence in modern history. Isn't that what they said, Mr. Producer? All kinds of information pouring out. It was all over the newspaper. We even cited some of it. Couldn't hide it. Couldn't hide it. And now Joe Biden downplays it. So this is hugely problematic. Now, they got this 21-year-old, apparently is uh, in the National Guard, also IT for a contractor or something like that. We don't have all the details. According to uh, Meritless Garland in his 42-second statement, that uh, he, I'm looking here, he's uh, United States Air Force National Guard. He's involved in uh, classified national defense information, that sort of thing, IT. I'm not ready to bite on this yet, Mr. Producer. Others have said it, and I agree with them. I'm not saying he wasn't involved. I'm not saying he wasn't the only guy involved. I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm just not ready to bite down hard on this. 
it just doesn't smell 100% right to me. And I could be wrong. I have a pretty good smeller, though. And I really do think we need to see if there's more. And I would strongly encourage, strongly encourage the media to dig a little bit more deeply than just transcribe the ambiguous statements that they have received from the Department of Defense and the Department of Injustice. That's my view. I'm just not ready to to jump in here. Um, Again, I'm not saying he wasn't involved. I'm not saying he wasn't the chief person involved, the only person involved. But I'm not going to rush to judgment either. As you know, I rarely do. I rarely do. Sometimes it pays to wait 24 or 48 hours. Sometimes it pays to wait a little bit longer. Again, I'm not soft on this guy. If he was involved in any of this, it's treasonous act. But that said, they spoke to one of his friends anonymously, and they didn't show his face. He said this is a 21-year-old, and he's a little younger than Tejera. He said he believes in God, loves his country. He's sort of an outdoorsman, very charismatic. Once again, it doesn't mean he didn't do it. Wouldn't be the first time that somebody like that has done something <coughs> terrible. And maybe 10 or 20 years ago, the government puts out information like this, I would have been 100% in. I do not trust Merrick Garland in the least. Went after parents, still does, goes after pro-lifers, going after our former president. He says things that are flat-out lies misleads the American people. I do not trust the people who run the Department of Defense, whether it's Milley or Austin. I simply don't. I do not trust Christopher Wray at the Federal Bureau of uh, Stasi Investigations. I just don't. Now, they might be 100% right about this. Seriously. They may well be. And that's certainly... uh, the likelihood. But it's the likelihood. And time will tell. I'm not pushing any conspiracies. I don't know of any conspiracies. All we know of is this guy so far. But it's like the way they set up Trump in Manhattan. Or Georgia. Or what they're doing to him now with wire fraud they're looking at in Washington. Raising campaign funds. Wire fraud now. So I don't trust the same institutions that are doing things of that sort. We'll have to wait and see. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. How are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? 
And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Joe Biden's been very busy, uh, among other things, destroying our country. And in a video message yesterday, he announced his plan to expand health coverage for illegal aliens. No legislation, no input from your representatives. We now have government by fiat. And this blithering idiot, this blithering idiot goes around talking about democracy and freedom versus tyranny and autocracy. Well, he should know because he's on the tyranny and autocracy side. Cut eight, go. When President Obama and I created the DACA program, we knew Which it was tra- illegal. Whether you support it or not, it just is illegal. You don't get to create the DACA program out of the executive branch. And this has been an issue. Let's start from the top, go. When President Obama and I created the DACA program, we knew it would transform lives. And it has, bringing stability and possibility to hundreds of thousands of young people known as dreamers, brought to America's children. This country is the only home they've ever known. Did he say brought to America's children? Can he even read his cue cards, this idiot? Go ahead. Co-workers. They study, they work hard, they start businesses. Many have served in our military. Oh yeah, unlike the white supremacists in America, in the white-dominated society, who are bigots and racists, unlike... MAGA Republicans, of course. They haven't built anything. No, 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 no. Illegal aliens have built everything. Everything. Don't you know that? They do jobs Americans won't do. Go ahead. Essential workers in the front lines of the pandemic. They're American in every way except on paper. It's past time for Congress to give dreamers a pathway to citizenship. It's amazing. Just amazing. The, the, The lack of willingness to enforce the law and the Constitution here. This is a guy who should be impeached and found guilty and removed. Go ahead. Work toward that goal alongside dreamers, advocates, members of Congress. We need to give dreamers the opportunities and support they deserve. So today... Look how the language is affected. You're here illegally, you're a dreamer. You're here illegally, maybe through several generations, you're a white supremacist. See how it works? Go ahead. Administration is announcing our plan to expand health coverage for DACA recipients by allowing them to enroll in the plan through the Affordable Care Act or through Medicaid. So through Medicaid, which is going broke, 
There's no statutory law that's been passed to allow this. He's expending funds without approval from Congress. And he just does it. He just does it. And everybody's okay with it. Because they like the ends. The ends justify the means. You know, like good commies. Go ahead. There should be a right, not a privilege. My administration has worked hard. should be a right, not a privilege. Health care should be a right, not a privilege. You understand that, folks? So as I've said a thousand times, you folks who go to the Veterans Administration, you go in there and you tell them, I have a right to whatever medicine I need and want, period. Period, because the VA is run by the federal government, is it not? And you folks on Medicare, same thing. Medicare is run by the federal government. Health care is a right. So you go in and you say, I want this, I want that, it's a right, I want what I want. It's a right. And you doctors, you're no longer free to do what you want. If healthcare is a right, then you're an indentured servant because you will do what must be done for the rights of the people. You nurses too, you hospitals too, it's a right. And you people working in labs trying to invent new drugs and develop new alternatives, technologies, you work and you work hard. Because it's a right. It's a right that people have these things. And you must, you must do these jobs so people can have these things. You understand? It's a right. And it's a right for illegal aliens, too, apparently. Go ahead. And today, more Americans have health insurance than ever. Today's announcement is about giving... More Americans have health insurance than ever. No country... Is there more health insurance than North Korea and Cuba? Everybody has health insurance provided by the government. Everybody's equal. No private alternative. How's that working out? We don't care that everybody has health insurance. We care that people get quality medical care quality medicines when they need them that's what the united states produces let me ask you what the heck is going on with the banks these bank failures are absolutely nuts are we supposed to find sanity in this mess and i was talking with augusta precious metals and they said tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now i think it's more important than ever to own gold And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I like Mike Pence. I do very much. I've known him a long time. Now that's sad, but he asks a great question. How the hell 
would a 21-year-old National Guardsman get access to this information, Mr. Producer? He doesn't have a need-to-know situation. He's in Massachusetts. How did he have access to this? And so there does need to be a major investigation into this to figure it out. How the hell did it happen? That is a major investigation into the Pentagon. We'll need some slick-talking one-star to come out and tell us what to think. Most of these people who speak on behalf of the Pentagon, and I don't know this particular Brigadier General, they get most of their stripes and stars as a result of working in communications for decades. Not necessarily uh, battle-hardened. And some of that information that was leaked is critically important, including the fact that the Chinese are providing a lot more assistance to Russia than our government let on. Than our government let on. And these leaks hurt Ukraine, they hurt the United States, they hurt our allies. Our allies have to wonder what the hell's going on, and they benefit our enemy. I should say enemies, plural. All right. Who's Mike McCormick? Mike McCormick, years and years ago, was the coach of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, but not that Mike McCormick. Pretty good coach, too. Pretty good man. I don't know if he's even with us anymore. But the Mike McCormick I'm talking about, who will be ignored by the New York Slimes, the Washington Compost, because censorship is the name of their game. Mike McCormick, you know, before I get to this, I have something to say. Before I get to this, something's bugging me. And I will get to this. It's a big deal. That's this judge in the Dominion lawsuit in Delaware. I'm looking here at Mediaite, who is obsessed with this case, along with Media Matters, because they're all left-wing goons and prepubescents. Nonetheless, they're headlined by Ken Meyer. We've dealt with him before. A judge in Fox Dominion trial roasts Maria Bartiromo. She's clearly neutral, he says snarkily. The judge presiding over the upcoming trial in Dominion Voting System's $1.6 billion suit against Fox News made several outspoken comments about the cable news giant during pre-trial hearings this week, including a snarky remark taking aim at Fox business anchor Maria Bartiromo. Delaware Superior Court Judge Eric Davis sanctioned the network, which was outrageous, and announced an investigation into Fox's alleged withholding of evidence and information relevant to the case of pre-trial hearings on Wednesday and Thursday. I guess this man... This judge, this Superior Court judge in Delaware, hasn't heard about New York versus Sullivan. Maybe he hasn't even heard about freedom of the press. Now, the hearing dealt in part with recordings provided by former Fox News producer Abby Grossberg, who was suing Fox News in two lawsuits separate from Dominion's claims. The recording show Bartiromo spoke with Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani. Oh, well! Put her in prison as fast as you can. The latter whom admitted to being unable to prove that Dominion software rigged the election. Dominion's lawyers charged Fox with failing to present this evidence when they were supposed to 
And during the hearing on Wednesday, Judge Davis, Eric Davis, took a shot at Bartiromo as he questioned Fox News lawyer Michael Sok- uh, Skokna about recordings that showed the Fox host entertaining the idea of airing information on defense of Donald Trump. I mean, I think we also just learned about this and produced it, and we believe that the full recordings provide relevant evidence to actual malice in Ms. Bartiromo. What she knew, the questions she was asking, and what she was saying off-air versus on-air, Soko argued before the judge. The following exchange occurred. Judge Davis, she's clearly neutral. Excuse me, Your Honor, says the lawyer. Oh, she's clearly neutral. I'm being sarcastic. I just heard the tape where she's going to put a defense fund thing. Does the judge know how to speak? Is he even literate? She wanted to override their director to put a campaign thing. Clearly not neutral. Laura Skokna, I believe the evidence will show that didn't appear on the actual Chiron. Judge Davis, thank goodness. So here's the judge who's supposed to be impartial, who clearly is not, by his own words. And I would argue by his rulings. According to Washington Post media critic Eric Wemple, who was in the courtroom for the hearing, the judge's delivery was deadpan and confused the Fox attorney. That was not the only time Judge Davis spoke out in colorful terms about Fox's coverage in the aftermath of the election, which is described in scathing terms throughout this case. Judge, why don't you step aside? This is the big leagues. You may not be able to handle this. It's going to go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. I haven't talked to any of the Fox lawyers or the Fox executives or this one. I'm just saying, as a lawyer, this is your small potatoes. This is in your courtroom. You're, you're making a clown show of the thing. You're obviously biased and partisan, the way that you're ruling. Davis said at one point during a discussion of Dominion's opportunity to cross-examine Fox witnesses, I could have a lot of fun with this case. Dominion has sought to put Bartiromo on the witness stand. She was one of the most prominent Fox personalities fueling Trump's unsubstantiated claims about the election, even after a forced fact check on the conspiracy theory she gave air to Bartiroma has continued to promote election denialism. Gee, you would have thought they were talking about Jamie Raskin in 2016. Or dozens of Democrats in 2016. I wonder what the judge would think about that. I wonder if the judge is aware that NBC News raised questions about voting machines. As did many cyber experts and the connection to the Internet. I didn't raise these questions. They did. I wonder if he's aware of letters that went out under the signatures of Elizabeth Warren and Ron Wyden. And I did all this research today for my Sunday show on Fox, so you'll want to see it. Maybe I'm telling too much right now. Let's wait. Even though I know, I know the enemy media are hanging on my every syllable. Because the corrupt Democrat Party media and those funded by Democrat donors, like Media Matters and Mediaite and the others, they desperately, desperately want this case to be won by, by the plaintiffs. They don't care about free speech or freedom of the press. 
I'm whispering like Biden does. Oh, you're not going to want to miss my Sunday show. I got Dershowitz for half the show. I've got the former acting Attorney General of the United States, Matt Whitaker. I think you're going to love the show. Back to Mike McCormick, former Obama stenographer. Former Obama stenographer. Hello, former Obama stenographer. He's on Fox and Friends today. And he's talking about April 2014. Biden enriched Burisma and his own family. Go ahead. In, tw- in April 2014, I was an Air Force Two with Joe Biden and Jake Sullivan. At the time, no one knew that Hunter Biden was already on the board of Burisma Holdings, the natural gas conglomerate from Ukraine. Joe Biden is directing Jake Sullivan in the front of the plane what to say to the press. My job as a stenographer on the plane is to record what the vice president or a senior administration official says to the press. So I'm sitting back there with the tape recorder. Jake Sullivan comes back and somebody asks him about fracking. His answer is, well, we're bringing a lot of American assistance over for fracking. Burisma was the direct beneficiary of that fracking. And that's what I recorded. And that's in a White House transcript. In the, in the transcript, you don't know who Jake Sullivan is. It's a senior administration official. I'm the witness that says Jake Sullivan is the guy who said it. And he should be investigated because at the time, Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. And Joe Biden is bringing American taxpayer money to enrich that company and himself and his family. Got that? That's on the record. So over there at Mediate, I notice you don't have it yet. Do they, Mr. Producer? Let's see here. No. How about Media Matters? They didn't pick up on it either. Is it in the front page of the New York Slimes or the Washington Compost? No. Censorship. Like Hunter Biden's laptop. Censorship. More. Cut 10. Go. You know, Mike, my biggest question is, you said the FBI has been ignoring you. It's, it's no secret right now that people don't have a lot of faith in the FBI. Would you tell them and what did they say back to you? Well, that's that's a great question, Ashley. Um, I came across this story back in October. I published it in my Substack. My Substack is Midnight in the Laptop of Good and Evil. I didn't hear much about it. In February, I went to the FBI and filed one of their tips on their website. If you do that and you're lying to them, you go to jail. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth and I'm not going to jail. Joe Biden is a criminal. He was conducting malfeasance in office to enrich his family. Jake Sullivan is a conspirator in that. And there's more uh, there's more Obama officials involved in it, I believe. Wow. So the FBI doesn't want to hear from Bobolinsky, even though he spoke to them for four or five hours about the corruption of the Biden family, specifically the putative president of the United States. They don't want to hear from Mr. McCormick, Mike McCormick, the former official Obama stenographer, who's an eyewitness to what Biden 
was up to with respect to getting our tax dollars to Burisma in Ukraine in order to help them with fracking while his son was on the board. Now that's a serious connection. There are endless connections between the Biden family and these corrupt regimes and how the Biden family is looking for ways to make millions and millions of dollars from them. Just this last night, I went through in excruciating detail endless connections about how Biden and the Democrats set up Trump in Manhattan, how Biden and the Democrats set up Trump with the documents case. And we only know the tip of the iceberg here, only the surface, because we're not in charge. We can't pull out the information. And now we have Obama's stenographer. The former official stenographer pointing out that Joe Biden pushed money to Burisma to help them with fracking when his son sat on the board. And in there is the current National Security Council assistant to the president. Jake Sherman, Bobolinsky, McCormick. Two tremendous eyewitnesses and no special counsel. No special counsel because the Department of Justice is the Praetorian Guard for Joe Biden, just as the media are the Praetorian Guard for Joe Biden. Maggot Haberman, did you hear this, Maggot? Jeremy and his Peters. Did you and your Peters hear this, Jeremy? Philip Bump, are you going to write one of your one of your columns about this, Philip? Everybody's waiting with bated breath. How about the rest of the miscreants, malcontents, and frauds in the media? No, I don't think they will. I'll be right back. Mud Lovin. Let me ask you, what the heck is going on with the banks? These bank failures are absolutely nuts. How are we supposed to find sanity in this mess? And I was talking with Augusta Precious Metals, and they said tons of people are buying gold to protect the retirement savings right now. I think it's more important than ever to own gold. And guess what? If you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how gold IRAs can protect you. Reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. If you're worried about the bank failures, this is something you can do for yourself. Just call 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Again, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before any investment and see risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I hear some music, which means I have to take a break. We've got two great hours left. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to PureTalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. 
Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Several weeks ago, I asked the question, where's Mitch McConnell? And I concluded... When he fell, he got a concussion. He was far worse off from that fall than people were letting us know because we weren't hearing from him at all. Now and then a statement would be put out, but he hasn't been seen in public. And my point is, who is running the Republican side of the Senate? At the same time, you had Fetterman in a hospital going through mental issues. He's back now. And then, of course, you have Feinstein, who has shingles, but is likely going through dementia issues. I'm just being honest. The problem is we have one of the oldest Senates in American history, in terms of age, just as we have the oldest president in American history, not even close. But unlike Donald Trump, who's in his, what's he, 78? When you talk to Donald Trump, you meet Donald Trump, he doesn't look or sound like he's an older man at all. Joe Biden looks older than he is and acts older than he is. He's 80 years old. And so you have these people who hang around Washington, D.C. forever. Trump's not one of them. These people are. Forever. Now, is Mitch McConnell's retirement imminent, writes Matt Margolis, one of the excellent columnists out there. On March 8, while attending a Senate Leadership Fund dinner event at the Waldorf Astoria, formerly the Trump Hotel in Washington, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell took a fall that resulted in a concussion. And he's remained at a public eye ever since. Now there are whispers that he might not be fit to return to the Senate and is preparing for retirement. Now, apparently he's going to show up on Monday. But I don't believe that's Matt's point. Matt's point is there's a difference between showing up and actually competently being able to do something. He says, sources tell the spectator that Senate Republicans are preparing for an imminent leadership vote. I've heard this too, that there's a lot of positioning going on. Multiple sources confirm that Senators John Barrasso of Wyoming, John Cornyn of Texas, he'd be the worst, and John Thune of South Dakota are actively reaching out to fellow Republican senators in efforts to prepare for an anticipated leadership vote. The report discloses a vote that would occur upon announcement that McConnell would be retiring from his duties as leader, and presumably the Senate itself, they say. One source says Cornyn has been particularly active in his preparation. Cornyn is the most liberal of those three. He's the most liberal of those three. That Cornyn has been particularly active in his preparations, taking fellow senators with whom he has little in common to lunch 
and attempts to court them. Is he going to date them, Mr. Producer? Requests are being targeted at a plethora of conservative senators, including the 16 who voted to delay the leadership election this year, a proxy for opposition to McConnell's leadership. Rick Scott, the Florida senator and former NRSC head who challenged McConnell, ultimately received 10 protest votes. These members could prove key to determine the next Republican leader. Queries are also being made internally about the rules regarding replacement and how the contest would be structured given a lack of an obvious heir apparent. Now McConnell tweeted his intentions. I'm looking forward to returning to the Senate on Monday. We've got important business to tackle and big fights to win for Kentuckians and the American people. By the way, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm saying this is what's being reported. I don't have any connection to Mitch McConnell of any kind. If McConnell decides to retire from the Senate altogether, and not just from his leadership position, it'll be up to Democratic Governor Andy Bashir to fill the vacancy. But Kentucky's Republican-controlled legislature recently passed SB 228, which would constrain Bashir's power by requiring him to choose one of three candidates recommended by leaders of the same political party as the outgoing senator. So he'd have to pick one of three Republicans. And so there you have it. We don't know exactly what's going on, but maybe by Monday we'll know more. Isn't that weird how little we know about our government? Even the elected part. Isn't it weird? You try and read the leaks. You try and figure out things that way. And uh, recently, the so-called governor of California, who's traveling the country despite the fact that his state is collapsing economically in every other way. Who is on the Joy Reid show, Mr. Producer, on MSLSD. Has anybody said to Gruesome Newsome, why are you on the show of a, of a full-throated racist and bigot? Why are you on that show? Wonder what the judge in Delaware thinks about that. Ooh, he's got all kinds of opinions there from the bench. Just curious. So that's McConnell. Then there's the issue of Diane Feinstein. I used to call her Diane Frankenfeinstein. I don't know. You think I should stop calling her Frankenfeinstein, Mr. Producer? Is that too disrespectful to call Diane Frankenfeinstein Frankenfeinstein? Mm-hmm. Now, Diane Frankenfeinstein apparently has shingles and apparently has more than that because she was to be the president pro tem of the Senate, the longest serving senator, after Leahy finally hung it up and went back to Vermont and uh, is now sucking maple syrup. Now, the question is, can she function? The answer is no, she really can't. So you have her, you have Fetterman. I mean, it's, it's, it's really embarrassing, quite frankly. And then you got the, uh, the blithering idiot in the Oval Office when he's in the Oval Office. So now they want Feinstein to resign because, you know, they've, they've lined up radical leftists to fill her seat. 
radical leftists to fill her seat, just as they've lined up rhinos to fill McConnell's seat. And I'm sure in Kentucky they'll recommend that the governor appoint another rhino. So we won't make too much progress. Should that be the case? And I don't know whether it's going to be the case. So here's Representative Roe Khanna, who is considered by some media types to be uh, sort of bipartisan. He's a lib. I actually think he went to Temple University, as I did, of course. Cut 16, go. Uh, But it has become painfully obvious to many of us in California that Uh she is no longer able to fulfill her duties as she doesn't have a clear return date. We haven't been able to confirm judges at a time where women's rights and voting rights are under assault. Senator Durbin himself, who's the chair of judiciary, has said that the reason we're not being able to move these judges uh, is because Senator Feinstein isn't there. And so as someone from California, I felt an obligation to say what so many colleagues are saying in private, that the time has come for her to gracefully step down and have a dignified end to a very distinguished political career. Mm-hmm. There you go. Young upstart. He can't wait. Young upstart can't wait. Roy Connor. She needs to move out of the way so we can get Adam Schiff, ladies and gentlemen. Or this Katie Porter, where information's come out from her ex-husband, among others, that apparently she poured a... I don't know what you call those things. I don't cook. A potatoes, a hot thing of potatoes. What do you call it? A bowl or whatever. Over her ex-husband's head. And was heard to be using the F word. Constantly. Even in front of her child. Katie Porter. Where do they come up with these idiots in California? Can't they do better than this? I mean, even nationwide. They got Biden and Kamala Harris. So, you know, you look at California. You got the little dabble, do you? Gruesome Newsome walking around like he's somebody. He's a nobody. Every decision he made on the pandemic was the wrong one. It's like you can pick from column A or B, and he constantly picked the wrong column every single time. The guy goes to Florida to complain about Ron DeSantis while people are sprinting out of his state, while his state is losing population, while his industries are folding, while the businesses are leaving as fast as they can. He dares to go to Florida. Probably was looking for real estate, truth be told. Truth be told. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. 
You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Remember I raised questions about the uh, the two gentlemen and the one lady, the three state representatives, Democrats all, in the Tennessee House, the legislature shutting it down, literally shutting it down, thereby preventing the free speech of the other representatives who represent the rest of the state, thereby preventing the state legislature to function so the representatives of the other people, including from minority areas, by the way, could actually do their jobs. Remember that? Meanwhile, these, uh, these gentlemen and this lady, they were all over TV. They became uh, civil rights figures all of a sudden. And this is why I say sometimes you've got to wait and get all the information. Sometimes you just have to wait. So what am I talking about now? Well, that's a good question. More has been learned about one of the gentlemen who'd been expelled, and they're both back, by the way. They're both back. Very short expulsion. Don't ask me. I don't know how it works. But I want to read something to you from uh, National Review. And in specific, Caroline Downey. Tennessee House Democrat Justin Jones, one of the African-American young men, both called Justin, who was just reinstated to the chamber after being expelled for leading a disruptive gun control protest on the floor. Ready? Assaulted a driver and faced serious charges for other misconduct committed while attending racial justice protests in the summer of 2020. Oh, I'm completely perplexed. Footage of rioting outside the state capitol in 2020, first shared by Scoop Nashville, appears to show Justin Jones repeatedly hitting the driver of a car with a cone, a traffic cone. The video, which has resurfaced by Post Millennial, great site, shows Jones and other activists stopping and surrounding the vehicle before the driver escaped. Jones was charged with assault, assault on an officer, and reckless endangerment, for which he was indicted on two counts after the video was presented to the grand jury in the case. Despite his violent behavior, Jones claimed in June 2021 that he was being peaceful, quote-unquote, and claims to the contrary were a false narrative, quote-unquote. He also said on one of the morning shows, they all kind of come together because most of them are quite stupid on the networks. He also said that one of the Republican members tried to grab his cell phone out of his hand when he was talking to constituents in the gallery. No, he was riling up the constituents in the gallery during the second protest. There were two. 
too. And uh, he said that was assault. Now, this is a guy that apparently was charged with assault, assault on an officer, reckless and dangerous. And was charged. Indicted on two counts. After the grand jury saw the video. He said, they will try to push a false narrative portraying me as violent. It's a way to deflect from their own actions. They will suggest that I'm out of order. That is their strategy. However, I'm hopeful for the chance to present our evidence in a transparent manner, he tweeted. Didn't you have that opportunity when you were charged? Jones alleged that police colluded with prosecutors to, quote, weaponize the law as a form of punishment for the mere fact that we chose to stand up, unquote. So the guy's violent. He was violent during the riots. And he was charged with assaulting a police officer as well as the driver. Did the morning shows bother to look into this guy before they presented him as the next civil rights leader in America? Last week, Jones, alongside progressive lawmakers Justin Pearson and Gloria Johnson, was stripped of committee assignments and ousted from the State House by a vote of 72 to 25. Wasn't even close. I guess they don't have a lot of Nancy Mace types in the Republican Party of Tennessee, Mr. Producer. Just in South Carolina. All three legislators were accused of egging on protesters who stood on a balcony within the chambers chanting, Fascists! Fascists! Demonstrators also blocked several entryways and exits, forcing state troopers to step in to assist members in moving throughout the building. Oh, I didn't hear this on the big media. Did you hear this, Mr. Producer? Oh, they were blocking exits and entryways. Who knew? What they did is they hijacked the House floor which has never been done in our history, House Speaker Cameron Sexton told National Review of the three lawmakers. Well, you're obviously a white supremacist. They pulled out a bullhorn. They weren't recognized. They were ruled out of order, and they led a protest from the House floor with a bullhorn to those in the balcony. They shut down the proceedings of the House. We had to go into recess due to their actions. And on Monday, Jones was unanimously appointed as an interim representative by the 52nd District of the Metropolitan Council of Nashville and Davidson Counties. So now you know, as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story. Absolutely appalling. Now you know the rest of the story, America. Turns out that Justin, well... Justin has been a violent rioter. He's been charged with assault. Pulled out the bullhorn. Caused all kind of crap to take place, didn't he? I'll be right back. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. 
That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Do we have any callers? Do we have any irregular Americans with whom I disagree? Or regular Americans, my friend? Go right ahead. Sirius Satellite, Charleston, South Carolina, beautiful place. Doug, how are you, sir? Yo. I'm doing good. Whoa. Great one. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm Go doing, right ahead. doing real good. I was just looking for your infinite wisdom on what the Republicans can do to stop the Democrats from putting a shield in for uh, dementia Feinstein. Nothing. Can't do anything. That state's gone. It's a one-party state in every respect. I know Republicans hate when I say this. That doesn't mean you stop fighting. Look at Lee Zeldin. He almost, he almost won the governorship in New York. For all I know, he might run again. That said, at the very moment, at this very moment, the Democrats control everything, includes the, uh, the head of the sanitary system in your community. So, nothing. Mm. Nothing. That's what I was appeared of. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just pissing. You don't state. sound like you're from California. You're from California? No, no, no. South no, Carolina. No, I'm, I'm sorry. From Florida. Oh, from Florida. <laughs> well, I'm calling from South. I'm calling from South Carolina. Yeah, but I'm from Florida. All right. Well, there is, there are some representatives from South Carolina. I mean, really, like this Nancy Mace. She seems like uh, Susan Collins of the uh, House of Representatives, or as I, I've said before, uh, Mitt Romney and opposite drag. All right. Thank you for your call, my friend. Anybody else, Mr. Producer, that I should speak to? Sirius XM is busy tonight in Olympia, Washington. Brian, Brian, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, Mr. Levin. How are you this evening? Very well. Thank you. Um, I was just calling because earlier you had mentioned a fellow who, uh, the Air Guardsman, and how he got the documents. Um, I don't know how he got the documents. I just know he's the one being fingered. Oh, well, all right. Uh, then, well, a lot of people have been asking on the news and whatnot where he could have gotten that as a guards person. I just wanted to uh, let people know that a lot of people in the in the guard, um, yeah. they have opportunity to be active duty as well. And so that's how he could, and he can get uh, I don't believe he's but, active duty. No, no, but I'm saying when you're in National Guard, you can be put on active duty. I know, status. but you're in National Guard for the Air Force in Massachusetts, and you have access to top-secret information related to 
the uh, Pentagon's strategic views of what's taking place with Ukraine and Russia? Seriously? That's limited stuff. Look, I can tell you when I worked at the Justice Department, we had a lot of people with clearances, but certain information they didn't have access to. I'm not sure what his exact job title was, um, but, yeah, I was just... He was an IT guy. Oh, okay. Well, I, I remember that when I was in the National Guard up here in Washington, that there were people who worked specifically with Washington, uh, D.C. area, uh, the Pentagon, and as well as his active duty up here in Fort Lewis. So I'm thinking that's an answer to some of the questions that I've been he- hearing people ask, like, how could he have done it? I don't, I don't think that's an answer, um, that people have access to intelligence information. There's intelligence information, and there's intelligence information, as you know. And everybody doesn't or isn't supposed to have access to certain types of information, which is why I guess they claim it was easy to reverse uh, analyze what was taking place and to track them down. And I'm also not 100% certain that it's completely this guy. In other words... He may be involved, he may be the leader, he may not. I want more information. I don't trust these people. I don't trust what they tell. I mean, Biden says today this is essentially the substance of the information is no big deal. Every news report I read up to today was it was a huge deal, the information that was leaked. And it was uh, a, a huge problem for us uh, and the our allies, the Ukrainians, on the battlefield. And then Biden says, well, it's... It's not a contemporary problem. Nobody knows what he even means by that. All right, thank you for your call, my friend, and your service. One more, Mr. Producer? Yes. WSKY, that's not California. That's Florida. Ocala, Florida. You said Linda or Belinda? Belinda, how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. Linda with an L. I'm doing great, Mark. It's Linda. Mr. Colson, you guys got the state wrong, you got the call letters wrong, and the name's Lady wrong. The lady's name wrong. Go right ahead, Linda. Thanks yes. for taking my call. Yes. With yes. regards to that young man that got arrested for the leak, the Pentagon mm-hmm. leak, well, yes. you know, I smell a rat. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because they had pre- previously said, and it was reported that it was a high-ranking official they that did, would huh? have had access to the uh, the, the skiff. Mm-hmm. I can't remember where I heard that from, but it was on the news. Mm-hmm. Probably the Fo- one of the uh, Fox stations. Well, hopefully, we'll find out sooner than later. Because uh, I don't think this is the whole story, not even close. So in that regard, I agree with you. I don't think this is the whole story, not even close. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. Mark in.
Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N PODCAST, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. You know, folks, I was watching the uh, UFC over the weekend. The prelims and the pay side of it on ESPN. And... Uh, I'm obsessed with this stuff. I have been for a long, long, long time. I introduced Hannity to it, actually. <clears throat> As he goes around saying, Hey, guess what? What? I took martial arts. Anyway, uh, just kidding, Sean. Don't worry. So, uh, President Trump was there because it was held in Miami. And he was sitting with Dana White. And the crowd loved President Trump. When the camera went to President Trump, the crowd went nuts. The UFC crowd is conservative. The vast majority of the UFC fighters are conservative. Conor McGregor. I didn't know he was conservative. He not only... Well, he watches Fox. As it turns out, Sean had him on and he told me. And uh, it's fantastic. It's a sport that I love. Not that I can do it. There's a lot of sports. I... Mr. Producer, can you believe when I was a young man, I was an athlete, that I played baseball and basketball? Can you believe that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Now, I'm not saying I was the best, but I was pretty good. It's good enough. And uh, But watching the UFC, and then President Trump got, got an ovation. Just fantastic, I thought. All right, I'm looking here. What I'd like to play for you, and I don't have enough time to start it, Donald Trump put out a video today. First of all, he's putting out... (coughs) Cholera. He's putting out these videos on True Social, which are being put on other social sites, too, that are fantastic. And they're these little clips, a couple of minutes each, on various subjects. And they're well-written, and they're well-thought-out, and, of course... They're well-read, unlike Biden, who, you know, the dentures come loose and the spittle drips down onto his loafers. Trump is a young man for his age. Biden is an old man for his age. And what he talks about today is very, very important. About prosecutors, about the legal system, about how these things are affecting our country, not just him. And you ought to check these out. Because they are really, really good. As he puts them out, every couple of days he puts them out. And it reminds me of Reagan. 
when Reagan used to put out commercials on radio when he was running for the first time and he would put them out there. Trump has harnessed the new technology like nobody before. That's why they knocked him off of all these social sites, because he was way ahead of the curve. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. I want to get to the the audio version of the video that Donald Trump put out, but before I do, there's more information I want to put out tonight. Over at the Blaze, they are reporting nearly one-third of New Yorkers want to leave their state. Over 10,000 have already sought refuge in Florida just this year. So people are talking with their feet. They're voting with their feet in their own individual instances. New York continues to hemorrhage residents, many of whom are relocating to Florida. It's true, a new poll indicates that this trend wasn't limited to the pandemic. It's likely to continue. The Siena College poll, conducted March 6th through the 9th, has provided some damning insights into New Yorkers' view of their own state. When asked whether they felt that New York was a place they felt safe from crime, 49% said no. Women appeared especially concerned, 57% said no. Nearly 40% of respondents suggested New York is not a good place to raise children. 60% of respondents cast doubt on whether New York is a suitable place <coughs> excuse me, to retire. 31% said they would retire someplace else. That's a third of the state. When asked whether they plan to continue to live in New York or intend to leave within the next five years, 27% of respondents said they were planning on leaving. Don Levy, poll director at the Siena College Research Institute, told the New York Post, these are high numbers, these are take-your-breath-away numbers. Angela Gutierrez, 38, told the Post that she had moved to East Harlem from the Bronx partly to get away from all the crazy people, but stressed that it still wasn't safe. Didn't you move out of the Bronx, Mr. Producer, to get away from the crazy people? Five years ago. You are prescient, way ahead of your time. And everything is expensive, she said. They're raising the rent again, and we can't. It's going up almost $800 a month. 
added Gutierrez, noting that she was going to Pennsylvania at the end of the month. And by the way, Pennsylvania is a rather inexpensive state compared to others. Unlike Gutierrez, tens of thousands of Americans are going a great deal farther than Pennsylvania to escape New York. New York City Mayor Eric Adams, what, a, what another, another nitwit, bet on LGBTV activism to stop the exodus of New Yorkers to Florida, potentially reverse the trend. What? Adams denounced Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. They all attack DeSantis. They all hate DeSantis. Why? If DeSantis were a loser who couldn't be president, they wouldn't attack him. Like Chris Christie, nobody attacks him but me, and I do it because it's fun. Adams denounced Florida Governor Ron DeSantis last April over his ratification of the Parental Rights and Education Bill and called on Floridians to head north to celebrate the diversity and acceptance of New York City. Adams said, Despite the rainbow pro posters and celebrations of diversity, the exodus of New Yorkers from Adams City and elsewhere in the state has not let up with many continuing to flock in moss to the Sunshine State. 10,824 New Yorkers swapped, I'm talking about New York City, swapped out their state driver's licenses for Florida licenses in the first three months of 2023. This is reportedly a slight slowdown over the same stretch last year, which was 14,834. USA Today reported that over 65,000 New Yorkers ultimately made the switch in 2022, another 62,000 the year before. Now, the Census Bureau data released this week indicates Kings, Queens, Bronx counties in New York, they were among the five hemorrhaging the most residents between July 2021 and 2022. A total of 213,000. That's enormous, Mr. Producer. In a one-year period, Queens, Kings, Bronx counties, among the five hemorrhaging the most, Residents, almost a quarter of a million people. Think you'll be leaving, Mr. Producer? Now you'll hang there right to the very end. Conversely, Polk, Lee, and Pasco counties in Florida saw some of the greatest gains, picking up nearly 85,000 people combined. These are relatively small counties in Florida. And I don't really need to read more about this. It's, it's obvious there's more information, but what's the point? People are voting with their feet, and they're leaving in droves. And I don't blame them. Now, let's see here. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh. Now, that's preposterous. You want to hear about this? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Is this breaking news? Hold on. It's live radio. i got to see if it's breaking uh, I'm looking, I'm looking. Uh, no, that can wait. <clears throat> there's another one I wanted to get to. Apparently there's not enough racism going on in America, so academia has to manufacture it. We see this all the time, don't we? With the phony 
uh, events that take place and the media jump right in and the phony civil rights advocates jump right in. Al Sharpton. Um, PJ Media, fraudulent studies were drawn as professor is caught faking the racism narrative. Again, Matt Margolis of PJ Media, faking the racism narrative. Why do you have to fake it when we are a systemically racist, white-dominated, white supremacist, white-privileged society? Why do you have to fake it? It must be all around us, no? Remember how during Trump's presidency, the media went to great lengths to push the narrative that Trump inspired an increase in racism and hate crimes? Remember all that? Then it felt like many of the hate crimes reported in the media were actually hoaxes. Yeah. Didn't stop the corrupt media from perpetuating the false narrative that Trump was to blame for a rise in hate crimes, did it? Why? Because it appealed to the left's ideology. The left wants to believe that America is a bigoted, racist country, a.k.a. the Marxists. Blaming Trump, blaming a race of people, blaming capitalism. You know how it goes. Turns out that years of racism studies by Florida State University, FSU, criminology professor Eric Stewart, that is Eric Stewart, have been determined to be fraudulent forcing him to leave his cushy $190,000 a year job, and that doesn't include benefits. Six of Professor Stewart's studies have been retracted. Stewart himself has been on leave from the college since mid-March because a new investigation into his work drew attention to years of allegations that he manipulated sample sizes to produce results that made America appear more racist. My God, I bet this goes on everywhere all the time. Everywhere, all the time. Sir, it was first accused of falsifying data by Justin Pickett, a University of Albany, ooh, Albany, criminology professor who co-authored a report on race and crime with Stewart in 2011. In the study, reports the New York Post, the criminologists were looking to test if the public was increasingly demanding longer sentences for black and Hispanic criminals as those minority populations grew. Well, of course. Of course they were. We're a racist society, systemically so. It's in our DNA. In his 2019 complaint, Pickett said that their findings showed no relationship, none, between the growth of minority groups and the severity of criminal sentences handed out. Pickett claimed that the published paper contained Manipulated data suggest a correlation despite contradicting results. Now, he stated the sample sizes were expanded, data was cherry-picked to achieve the desired outcome. His complaint and four others were disregarded by the university's two committee members that co-authored studies with Stewart, too. The poison of the, this crap, and same with climate change, the poison. See, you only get grants from the government you only get grants from the government if you produce what the government wants. It's true. Despite retractions of studies, the committee found insufficient proof of fraud. And so they ended the investigation. We don't see anything here. And however, a new allegation surfaced in June 2020. Shortly after Stewart accused Pickett of damaging his ac- academic reputation. Hey, pal, you have no academic reputation anymore. What is truly unsettling about this is the study that disproves systemic racism should be a cause of celebration. 
but Stewart's prioritization of narrative over truth. As Margolis wondering how many of his fraudulent studies were referenced by policymakers and those in positions of influence to further fuel the racist America agenda, you know, was low-hanging fruit. And how many other studies were falsified data are out there? You know, we need, like, a bunch of really smart guys, former professors or professors or whatever it takes, experts, to really start going through these reports on climate change, too, as I just mentioned. Now, some of, that's, some of it's being done, and we have some good people working on it. But there's so much of it that it's kind of overwhelming. Our entire economic system, our entire way of life, is being destroyed over so-called climate change. And it is a pseudoscience that has never been definitively proven. Never. And the media mob don't want you talking about it. Period. Just like vaccines and manna, can't talk about it. And if you do, scarlet letter, or you'll lose your license. Oh, I don't have a license. Doesn't matter. You'll lose your job. That's how it works now. Yes, the Earth's flat, period, whether you like it or not. That's the flat earthers. They're the flat earthers. They're the deniers. They're the ones who don't want to use knowledge and have competition of ideas. So it means this isn't science. It's politics dressed up as science. No one denies that racism still exists, but why do those who insist it's a bigger problem than it really is need to falsify data, writes Margolis, or stage bogus hate crimes in order to generate evidence? Well, why? I assume that's rhetorical. It's a narrative. It's an ideology. It's an agenda to destroy the country. And to remake it, it marks his image. Ooh. And he was one ugly dude. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Donald Trump video message today. Cut 11, go. There is no more dire threat to the American way of life than the corruption and weaponization of our justice system. And it's happening all around us. If we cannot restore the fair and impartial rule of law, we will not be a free country. As president, it will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in America. We want fairness and equality under the law. And to that end, I will appoint U.S. attorneys who will be the polar opposite of the Soros district attorneys and others that are being appointed throughout the United States. Very unfair to our population, very unfair to our country. They will be the 100 most ferocious legal warriors against crime and communist corruption that this country has ever seen. As we completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and FBI, we will also launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys. And that's what we have. They're Marxists in many cases. He's not afraid to use the word, is he? Everybody should be using it. Cut 12, go. By refusing to charge countless crimes, these Soros prosecutors appear to be engaging in selective enforcement based on illegal 
racial discrimination. In Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and every other city where these maniacs have taken over, the DA's offices should face federal subpoenas of their staff, their emails, and their records to determine whether they have blatantly violated federal civil rights law. As part of this effort, there should be a federal inquiry into the Soros prosecutor in Austin, Texas, who charged a veteran with murder for defending himself against a threat by a heavily armed member of a radical left mob. I will also order the Department of Justice to establish a task force on protecting the right to self-defense, which is under siege nationwide. In addition, we will have a complete investigation into the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. We will find out who ordered it, and we will hold them totally accountable. Have you ever heard of a presidential candidate talk like this? That's what people need to understand. People focus on the wrong thing when it comes to Trump. People say, I'm sick and tired of Washington. I'm sick and tired of the abuse of the bureaucracy. I'm sick and tired of the swamp. When is somebody going to go in there and change something? He's telling you. He's telling you what he's going to do. And he did a lot of this in his first term. It's all been reversed by Joe Biden, but he's telling you what he's going to do. This is why they're trying to destroy him. And really, the only other one I can tell who's capable of this is DeSantis, because he's done it in Florida. Now, I haven't endorsed anybody. I'm just making a point that these are guys that were two and are, in the case of DeSantis, chief executives. Now, you know, full well, a person like Chris Christie is not up to this job. Most of these other people aren't up to the job. They've been senators. They've been governors. You know who they are. There's some who would be very good, including as vice president. But this is a man who's quite serious. And that's why they're trying to destroy it. Look, again, if they didn't fear Donald Trump, forget about always threatening democracy. No, actually, the Democrats are destroying our republic. We don't need lectures from them about a damn thing. They hate this country. I've said it over and over and over again. But if you want to change what's taking place in Washington, not the people of America, the people who rule us, and that's what they're doing, ruling us, telling us what kind of vehicles we can own. We didn't have any input into that. Telling us what kind of gas stoves we can have, what kind of HVAC systems we can have, dishwashers, washing machines, dryers, and on and on and on. Who's made these decisions? If you know. Destroying women's sports. Destroying Title IX. Destroying the word equality. Replacing it with equity. Having an affirmative action program against certain people and for other people, which is discriminatory. I'm telling you, what we need are fighters. Not people who know the, the King's English. Ooh, King's English. Does it include the F word? No, no, I I don't think so. I'll be right back. Vernon, New Jersey. Greg, WABC. Go right ahead, please. Hi, Mr. Levin. Yeah. I have a, a question. 
I, I tuned in when you talked about the mass exodus of people from New York. Who's leaving? Uh-huh. Is it mostly middle-class people? Is it mostly what? Say again. Is it mostly middle-class white people? Yeah. Or well, I well, don't know. I. Why does that matter? Well, I. Well, I, I mean, it. I think it does. When, if, you know, I mean, who's going to be left? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't ask if it's mostly middle-class white people. I suspect they're mostly Republicans who are getting the hell out of there. So I suppose you can draw your own conclusion. But the fact of the matter is, California's a dying state, not because of the people, but because of the governor and the legislature and the mayors and the city councils and the uh, phony prosecutors. And New York is no different than California in that regard. You have a head case as governor and Look at your attorney general. She's a complete radical kook. Uh, I don't even know who your lieutenant governor is, nor do I care. So what's happening is uh, the uh, businesses in these states are leaving. The people in these states are leaving if they can. And they're going to free states. That's what you do. And that's why the understand the Democrat Party wants to use the power of the federal government to nationalize their agenda. They want to take all the failed policies of California and New York, and then some, and impose them on the entire country. So there's nowhere to escape to. That's what they're trying to do. So the entire country is a hellhole. All right, my friend, I appreciate your call. Any any, uh, adversaries, any enemies, any irregular Americans? Well, we don't have any leftists that ever... Do we have one line open for our liberal friends? Ladies and gentlemen, we even went to the great expense to create a phone line for you leftists. Don't you know how to press the buttons? It's 877-381-3811. 8771 Did I get that right? No, whatever. Who cares? Probably the local pizzeria. Do you hear this one? Touched on it, mediaite or mediocreite as we like to call them. President Trump is reportedly under investigation by federal prosecutors. This would be Jack the Ripper Smith probing the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol for alleged wire fraud related to his fundraising efforts between the 2020 presidential election and Biden's inauguration. This is so sick and beyond the pale. But when you have people like Weight Watchers drop out, Bill Barr on TV, and others urging the charging, urging the indictment of the former president, this is what you get. Because they figure, who's going to complain about it other than Levin? Seriously. The Washington Post broke the story, folks, because... The prosecutor's office leaks to the compost, mostly, sometimes the New York slimes, kind of spreads the wealth, citing eight people with knowledge of the investigation. Eight people. So it could be one person with eight personalities. I don't know. Eight people. Now, they're not going to name them, so now they have a new tactic at the Post and the Times and everywhere else. They just have a whole bunch of anonymous people, you see, maybe out of the same office. It doesn't matter. Eight people on the condition of anonymity 
to discuss the criminal investigation. You know what that is, folks? That is a Department of Justice. Eight people? That is a Department of Justice that is so damn corrupt, it's unbelievable. <clears throat> the report explains Special Counsel Jack the Knife Smith, a.k.a. Jack the Ripper Smith, is looking at potential wire fraud crimes committed by Trump. Here's what this guy wants to do. Pile on. So they're going to take these statues that don't fit. They're going to take these statues that don't fit. Just like this clown in Manhattan. And try and fit them to the occasion. And now they're going to do wire fraud. Hey, look at wire fraud. They're going to throw every piece of crap they can against the wall. And they know something will stick with a Washington, D.C. jury. They have no fear. So they don't have to be real litigators. They don't have to be real prosecutors and take it in front of a, a jury of Donald Trump's peers. No. Look where these cases go. Manhattan, Washington, D.C., potentially Atlanta, Georgia. That's why this is so pathetically sick. Now, history will tell us this, but history doesn't do us any damn good today. Smith's office has sent subpoenas in recent weeks to Trump advisors and former campaign aides, Republican operatives, and other consultants involved in the 2020 presidential campaign, the people said. They've also heard testimony from some of these figures in front of a Washington grand jury. Okay, so it's clearly people in the special counsel's office. These subpoenas were issued in early March. They've not been previously reported. These leaks about the grand jury by the prosecution, that is by the government, these are federal offenses. And Merrick Garland is not investigating them. He doesn't care. Back in December 2020, USA Today ran a searing editorial rights mediate, slamming Trump for fundraising off an election, election fraud claims. So here's what they're thinking. Trump is out there talking about how he lost the election, how he won the election, but lost the vote. He goes into this stuff. He asked people for money to help support him to fight it. And so they're now twisting that into a crime. Trump fundraiser to challenge voting results in the real election fraud declared the editorial. The board quoted some of Trump's fundraising calls. We're fighting against the Democrats, mainstream media and big tech all at once. They want you to think the election's over, but they're wrong. Now Smith and his investigators are probing whether or not that messaging constituted fraud. Can you believe this, Mr. Producer? I mean, if you did it to just a regular citizen, it would be beyond, beyond the pale. You're doing it to a former president who is currently the leading Republican nominee for president. That's wire fraud? You see what all these a-hole politicians put in their, their fundraising letters? Day in and day out what they say? The misleading lies? This special counsel wants to criminalize fundraising letters. He wants to criminalize... The election process that is purely political and in which Congress has the final say, not a U.S. attorney's office. 
He's already violated attorney-client privilege. Oh, no, he got the approval of a judge. He got an approval of an Obama lawyer. That's what he got the approval of. I'm just saying that this is unbelievable. Now they're wrapping this up into the whole thing. Somebody said to me, it was a friend of mine, actually, relative, actually, yesterday. He's a good man, Danny. How do you compartmentalize this stuff? How do you live with this stuff all the time? I said, I have to put it aside from time to time. Unfortunately, I can't put it aside for a long time because I'm up very early in the morning. I'm going to go to bed very, very late at night. I have this platform. I have the Fox platform. I have Levin TV platform, and I'm writing a book, a crucially important book, relevant to current circumstances. I said, but when I'm done radio or done a TV show, at least I need an hour or two where I can't get into this stuff. Just an hour or two. So I can clear my head and, you know, and get the engines revving again. So you get the best of what I can say on radio. You get the best of my thinking on radio. You truly do. You truly do. I'm geared up for it. I've done the research I feel I need to do. I'll write a few chicken notes to myself, not many. I don't write down monologues. I speak from my heart and from my mind. But these three hours of radio, it's the best I've got. And I think that's why I've been here 20 years. But that said, when I'm done radio, that's it. I want to play with the dogs, our new dogs, wonderful dogs. I'm going to talk to the family. And I need an hour, hour or two, and then I sit down and I work on, on the book. That's how it works. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. Innovation Refund certainly does. They made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit or ERC program. Now, to get refunds, not subsidies, getrefunds.com. That's where I want you to go. Getrefunds.com to get started. In less than eight minutes, if you have a small business, your small business may qualify for ERC refunds. And it may be eligible for that payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. It's a lot of money. Don't leave it to the government. It's yours. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. And they may be able to help your business too. Hello. There's no upfront charge either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refunds, folks. So many businesses believe they won't qualify, and they base that on false information or outdated information. Don't pay attention to it. Don't let this opportunity pass you by because this payroll tax refund program is going to stop. Go to GetRefunds.com, GetRefunds.com, GetRefunds.com. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I also want to strongly encourage you to watch Sunday's show. I know it's only Thursday. Sunday's show, Life, Liberty, and Live In, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central. 
If you don't think you're going to be able to watch it live Sunday evening, or if you know you're not going to be able to watch it live Sunday evening, may I encourage you to go ahead now, set your DVR to record it. It's going to be a very, very important show about the First Amendment and freedom of the press. I don't mean the corrupt press that has all the freedom in the world. I mean our press, our media. It's going to be an extremely important show. I will probably come under unrelenting attack, but I don't care. I always do. But it's going to be a very responsible program, substantive program, with expertise brought to the table, because we are losing our freedom of speech. We're losing a truly free press. You can see what the Biden administration and the Democrats are doing. I want to talk to you about what the founders thought about a free press, what they said, what the framers tried to do to protect a free press. I want to talk to you about a couple of Supreme Court decisions. It's going to be a program like you've never seen anywhere on television. And that's why I think the Sunday show is so big. So whatever you're doing, I'm not saying don't do it. But it ought to be appointment TV, even if you need to DVR and record it. It's okay. But don't miss it, I guess is my point. Don't miss it. And I know Alan Dershowitz is on a lot of Fox shows, but nobody gives him a half hour like I do. And we get into this. And same with Matt Whitaker. Matt Whitaker is a very sharp man. He was the acting attorney general of the United States. He should have been appointed the attorney general of the United States. And we get into this issue with him too, and he's obviously very well schooled on it. And mostly I'm very well schooled on it. So it's a very special program on your Constitution, the Bill of Rights, specifically your freedom of speech and your free press. And the law pretty much fuses the two. Doesn't make a big distinction between the two. And we have in this country today the left, whether they work for these these donor-created sites like Mediaite and Media Matters, Democrat sites, or whether it's the New York Times, the Washington Post, or <laughs> CNN, or MS, any of them. We have 98% of the press in this country that is of one mindset, that is incestuous in terms of the Democrats that work for them and move between them and among them, as well as between the government and among them. Like Jen Psaki already has a show and she pretends to be a journalist. That was fast, wasn't it? Or George Stephanopoulos. Or Chuck Todd. These are all Democrats. The Republicans they have, of course, are the rhinos or the never-Trumpers. That's it. That's it. They won't allow anybody else. But they're all cheering for, pushing hard, pushing hard for Fox, Newsmax, OAN, Conservative Talk Radio to be destroyed. I'm going to get into that. So I hope you'll watch it. 